I was gonna say, I, I don't see I didn't see it on. I know, that's hilarious, family. <laughs> Welcome to Mercury in Retrograde. Absolutely. Welcome, everybody. We're now on officially. <laughs> Happy birthday, Claire. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and hello, Leslie, and hello, Miss Betty. Hello. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> So happy Betty could join us for the celebration of La Principessa. Yes, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. So I figured you are always welcome, Betty. You are part of the podcast, uh, the podcast icons, <laughs> the OG podcasters for SR. Absolutely. So of course, as you know, you are always welcome on all things SR. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> and Miss Perling will be joining us. Um, she's uh, got a little bit of a couple little things she's going to have to do today. So she'll be joining us a little bit later on. So everybody will be here. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight's music is brought to you by our current top 40 hits. Hello, this is WFIO Radio 56 in Philadelphia. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Well, I thought you were going to break out the Dick Clark uh, bandstand. I can imagine Claire. What is that? Exactly. I know. Exactly. But I think Claire probably appreciated Harry Styles bringing us in. He is a fave. And he's incredibly talented. Yes, he is. Except when he's spitting on Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't spit on him. <laughs> no, that was that was the optic, but he says he did. I he saw did. a uh, like little video, and it was like Harry Styles throwing a goat. <laughs> I was like, really? I think some people believed it was real, and they were like, why would he throw a goat? I was like, um, yeah, it's not real. <laughs> it's like Ozzy Osbourne biting the head off of a bat. Yeah, well, no, that right. was, <laughs> that was which he says never <laughs> happened too. So, yeah. Well, and apparently Ozzy's uh, been making the rounds again because he has new music coming out. He does, which Ooh. I think is very interesting. You know, I used to love that reality show. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't understand what he said, but seven. <laughs> you need the captions like what yeah exactly i know that's when you need that's when you need to have captions mm -hmm. oh it's so good to see everyone on this uh friday evening in the u.s uh the west coast of the the east the west through east coast yes. of the u.s <laughs> and we're, we're, uh, we're, like all over we're the in the middle of the night we're we're yeah it sounds like we actually should be out at the bars in the uk right now um, because sure. I think it's probably around 107 in the morning. Well, there. They, they, they close fairly early over there, they're not open oh. late. Well, I don't know. Everyone's toasting, uh, or many are toasting Elizabeth the second. That's true. And That's true. uh, major world news going on. Good evening, Anna. Good evening. Glad you mm. could join us, Floor. And Elena, the black lab lady. Mm -hmm. Diane? We, uh, you know, it, the God save the queen, long live the king. 
Yes, yeah. it's God save the God save the king now. Yep. Mm-hmm. King yeah. Charles the third. Yeah, did that, you ever that think did weird. we ever think we were gonna see that? No, not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I figure she I had at least another five years because her mom lived to the hundred and one. Yes. Ooh, really? Yeah. I knew. I knew like she was in. She lived to be over. To the older three than hundred. Yeah, she was into three digits then. I was kind of hoping she'd make it to a hundred. I thought that would be kind of cool, but mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. I mean, what a long life of service, um, and uh, you know, I think it's something that, uh, in fact, we've talked about. Pam, should I share, share our programming note on that? Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, we've decided that we are going to have the podcast next Saturday, which will be September 17th at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. We are going to explore a little bit about the Queen and also about the Commonwealth and how yeah, uh, that affects and Canada. And the realm. And the realm. And the realm. Yeah. Yes. Because we being all things SR, like to dig into a little bit of Canadian history and uh, might get some thoughts from SR on uh, the Commonwealth and the Do they Queen want to remain and, in the Commonwealth or do they want to become a republic? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, SR is very clear about staying, steering clear from a lot of politics, but I think maybe getting some perspective from him is going to be interesting. So with, with the, uh, you know, with the passing of Queen Elizabeth II, we thought Mm -hmm. this would be an appropriate thing to talk about next week. Obviously we already had the party scheduled for this Mm -hmm. week Mm -hmm. and uh, we got to give Claire a little bit of love. That's true. That you know, I'm so sad that the boss didn't get knighted by the queen. Well, maybe, maybe I Charles will it do it. Private, you know, knighting, sir. <laughs> sir SR. Yes, for <laughs> knights. You know, you could get the, was it the, the first one? Is it OBE and then CBE? Or is it CBE then OBE? And then, of course, you got Paul McCartney, who was an MCE. Hmm. So. I. Uh, we have Nine. to see. Well, and do oh, you know difference. what El- Sir Elton John is? I believe he is an OBE. As is Mick Jagger. Mm-hmm. And Rod Stewart. Mm-hmm. It is pretty remarkable, right? She does, you know, she does like the artist. And, she, and she, as is, believe it or not, Rudy Giuliani. Wait, what? Yeah, wait, what? <laughs> take it back, take it back. <laughs> really? Yes. I was, missed that. He, really? Um, after 9-11, he was knighted by the, of course, which he can't accept, but he had the honorific of the OBE given to him because of 9-11. Of, well, and that, the work he did at that period was is definitely worthy. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, um, no tea with the queen, huh? Sadly, <laughs> not this, not this week. Um, you know, I, we, we, we planned it, but I couldn't get, I couldn't get a flight to, to, uh, Balmoral mm-hmm. in time to visit with her. So, yeah, it's, and, and, uh, Elena noted 
How amazing that the queen was active until her last couple of days. What a grand lady and a grand life. Mm-hmm. And Flora noted, love the music, Pam, and RIP queen, God save the king. So, yes, it is amazing. You know, she was active. She was greeting the new prime minister, even. There was at least at least the, the public notices went out. Um, it's pretty remarkable. But she always held her duty um, in the she... highest regard. Walter is very moved by this. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Walter is going to get his little butt kicked out the door in about 10 minutes. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he's barking at. He can't see things anymore. So I, unless it's a ghost in front of him, I don't know. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe it's the queen <laughs> waiting for her tea. I don't know. Yes. And <laughs> just saying hello to Alex as well, who just joined us. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome, welcome. Uh, and Anna noted an entire life where service to her country came first. Yes. It certainly did. It certainly did. And, and it amazes me because, you know, they said it when they said that they were bringing the prime minister to Balmoral, as opposed to her going down to Buckingham Palace, which is where she would normally, you know, meet meet up with the new prime minister. I didn't think anything of it, just that she, you know, she's a little bit frail. She's 96, mm-hmm. but but then when the news came over about, you know, the queen is not really well, and the family is rushing to meet up with her, then you knew something was really bad. Yeah. So. Anyhow, that is true. That is true. So we've got little Claire's birthday. Last year we had all kinds of flamingos. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> well, I sent her a rabbit cake because I figured, you know, I'm the pole. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. And I noticed that you changed one of your uh, photos or your avatar today to I Love Paul. Well, and, it's always I Love Paul. It's just I Love Paul with Paul <laughs> And SR responded to it, and he loves you too. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I love feel- it. I don't know what to say to that, but yay. (laughs) (laughs) I think SR might have the inside track on that, Betty. So that's a pretty exciting prospect. (laughs) So yeah, Alex, sometimes the app, it it buffers and you don't get the sound right away. So just as an FYI, Um, I, when I'm doing this, I'm doing it right on my laptop. So it's, I, I don't use the app. Some people do, but I don't. Yeah, I usually don't have, pro- well, it varies. Sometimes it depends on your connectivity as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have other people in the house that is are using your Wi-Fi, it can affect that too. So, Or if you have um, a dog hopefully... that's barking like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he heard that, Pam. He did. He did. He better, he better I'm going to put a flamingo in. <laughs> I think you need to give him a cupcake. <laughs> well, maybe I do, that's I do have is. some peanut butter cupcakes, and so maybe he would like them. Yes. <laughs> with a little sun, no, with a little, uh, <laughs> a little Benadryl in it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I see so, the 91 team, number 91, made, made it to the semifinals with his team, Anna. Congratulations. Oh, that's great news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Very exciting. And yesterday was the first day of school for one of um, Miss Claire's New York friends. Oh, is it your mini me? My mini me started sixth grade yesterday. She took off, and she her mom said that she she didn't even get out the door. She wasn't able to get get a picture right away out the door because she was running to meet meet up with her friends so they could walk to school together. <laughs> so, mini me. This this unfortunately is not mini me's music. Mini me is more into an independent rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, she likes the Icelandic sounds. So. Go figure. Oh, is, would she be a fan of uh, Eurovision? Um, no, but uh, she is a fan of um, the Oh Hellos. Um, what was that name? I forget the name of the band. She, there's one band that she really likes a lot that I have to listen to over and over and over again every time she's in the car. <laughs> <laughs> hey. It's always an adventure, right? Of course. Of course. And I'm happy to see Brenda just joined and Shell just joined and Diana, Diana. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, Welcome to the party. Walter is in full swing today, friends. Yes, he is. Uh, He's very excited about Claire's birthday. Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) Anna, yes, we will definitely send them good vibes Monday. And we are going to send Elena, the Black Lab Lady, lots of love and light, positive energy and prayers for her surgery, upcoming surgery this coming week. Um, Lots of caring and good wishes to all as we uh, celebrate the end of this week. Celebrate sweet little Claire's birthday. Yep. Yeah. And we actually have a little bit of news from SR. And then, uh, ladies, are we going to do a question and then do a quiz question? Do you want to? Yeah, we can do that. How many quiz questions do we have today, Betty? Oh, we have 10. (laughs) So we can do two questions at at a time. Mm -hmm. So we'll do an SR question and then two quiz questions. Does that work? That works for me. Awesome. So in SR I, world. Yes. Um, and Brenda ba- loves your song choice, by the way. Oh, thank you. He has <laughs> um, a, 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 a giveaway coming up, so stay tuned for that. Uh, don't forget that they're going to be start filming Redemption in uh, the end of October. That'll be very cool. I'm... I'm Really, okay, let's take a moment, ladies and gentlemen, and just reflect that we are actually starting into the filming of the third book. Yes. And what an incredible journey it has been. When I think back, and you know where I'm going with this, Betty. Mm-hmm. Betty's campaign she started. Mm-hmm. We um, want we we a Gabriel, Gabriel movie. 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 <laughs> the hashtag that rocked the world. And that got the notice of Passion Flicks. I'm not sure which came first, the hashtag or Passion Flicks. I'm trying to remember the timing. <laughs> the hashtag came first. I then... think the hashtag came first. Mm-hmm. Then, but we're just then... super lucky that we have uh, that Tosca read the stories and read the books and was a fan of SR. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankful for that. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So, that is basically his news for this particular week that came out of SR's world. Very, very good. And I'm reading in the chat. Uh, Floor saying, I'm so grateful to be a part of this with you all. Let's go redemption. Absolutely. And there's lots of good prayers and positive energy coming towards the, everyone and Black Lab Lady in particular for upcoming surgery from Floor. Shell sending positive vibes and energies. And she said, yo, Walter. Mm -hmm. yo, <laughs> and Walter Brenda loves right. your song choice. Um, Thank you. <laughs> and uh, we also have to send out a shout out to Jan because she's waiting for some test results and see what goes there. So keep your yes. prayers going for her. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm a big believer in that. And that helps us get by and helps carry us when things are tough. That's one of the benefits and, and one of the I'm, things I'm, I love I'm, about this community. I really, to, really am grateful for everybody. You two talks amongst yourselves. I'm going to go try to shut this dog up. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I think what we can do, I, and, you know, I'm reading another comment here, and this is not just for... Not just for Shell, but I know so many people feel this way and have had these experiences. Shell just wrote, SR's work has changed my life. And yeah. it's true. Mm -hmm. It's definitely changed my life. I got to meet all of you wonderful folks, wonder all of you wonderful people. And I would never have, you know, without reading... Gabriel's Inferno, I would never have found you guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm really thankful for it. It's a beautiful community. Yes. And I and love the caring. Adventures. <laughs> and the we way. have, I knew, little did I know when I bought that book <laughs> that we would be traveling to all corners, <laughs> going up to Syracuse, New York, or heading to Boston. Mm -hmm. Pam and I went to a book event in Maryland. We've gone to Toronto to another book event. Uh, met up with uh, Jen and MJ and mm -hmm. other fans in Toronto. We had a great time at the book events uh, in Maryland with KK and Joyce. Um, and Morgan and Jen. And Morgan and Jen were there as well. And, and, and Joyce. It was really, really um, a treat to uh, meet. And then, of course, we get into the passion flicks realm as well. And the Boston premiere premieres in New York for Dirty Sexy Saint. And then mm -hmm. I was really blessed to go to Passion Con and got to Which hang out with not. Brenda a little Which bit more. Yes. Which she did not pass out at. That was only a premiere she does that. <laughs> yes, as Brenda said, no more passing out, please. I um, And she also, in a serious note, uh, is sending prayers for healing of those who are waiting for results in upcoming surgeries, which is very kind. And Anna, yes, it's a wonderful group of people brought together by an author, characters, and stories. Really, really true. <laughs> Mm -hmm. It is. <laughs> yes. And I promise you, I, I'm really striving for the no more passing out experience. Um, <laughs> Black Lab Lady said, Ditto Leslie SR, his books, Passion Flicks, and Meeting Up with You and Pam 
has been a life-changing experience in a wonderful way. And I'm oh, very I'm so, lucky I'm so that glad. we met up with Elena because she is the one that prevented me probably from having to go to the ER. Uh, so she, she was next to me when I blacked out and guided me to the floor safely instead of me passing Just out. passing right out onto the floor. Well, my, I had a and work colleague who actually blacked out in the middle of the night when she was uh, going up to the restroom. And she actually, I mean, fell, seriously fell, chipped teeth, um, oh. damaged her, really were, was bruised because she, she literally um, fell straight down onto mm -hmm. her face. So very, very grateful for all of you. And I'm just going to say, I'm listening to Kate Bush in the background. Isn't it mm. great that she's back? I, I'm, you know what? I think it's wonderful. When artists get recognized and have a resurgence and it's a whole new generation of fans experiencing her music, I think it's wonderful. And I mm -hmm. hope she's making lots and lots and lots of money. Well, I'm sure <laughs> she did. She's also on uh, the Stranger Things soundtrack. Yes. I'm so. sure. So anyway. uh, we're going to start with our first question for SR. I wanted to be. I wanted to make sure Pam was back before we started into this, mm -hmm. um, because that's about uh, another double, another midget. Uh, Pam's granddaughter Isabella, mm -hmm. who <laughs> currently uses words like aesthetic and cringe. Oh come on! Now you know the Stranger Things sweatshirt is very aesthetic, <laughs> and it's so totally not cringe gammy. <laughs> and, you know, the vibe. It's the vibe. Mm -hmm. That's the <laughs> other big word. And uh, so we asked SR, we were wondering if there are words that are popping up in Claire's vocabulary. And SR said, Claire both delights and frustrates her parents with dramatic turns of phrase, such as... <laughs> <laughs> Pam, I didn't even say it yet. <laughs> uh, quote, Claire out. Unquote. <laughs> when she's done speaking and wants to go upstairs to her room. Um, or the other one she uses is, quote, let's cruise. Absolutely. <laughs> when it's time to leave for school in the morning. <laughs> As the author, I find oh it all God. very amusing. So I am mm -hmm. putting this in the chat box so you can see. Mm -hmm. you know, and I actually signed the e mm -hmm. when when I was responding to the email afternoon, <laughs> I actually responded. <laughs> I signed it saying, uh, as I was inspired by Claire. Leslie out. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. That might be the new way I end the podcast. I'm not sure yet, but I just think it's so funny. I, I was, I was hoping SR would respond to that question. Sometimes he doesn't uh, always uh, respond to everything we ask. And um, this one, he just jumped on. And yeah, I, <laughs> that, I, that is very, can you imagine, funny. can you imagine Gabriel's reaction the first time she said Claire out? Oh my God. No, like, yeah, he, he, was, he, he would probably do a triple take. I just think that is the funniest mm. thing. You know, I love I, it. You know, you know, now we want to read what's going on with a 10-year-old. I know. I know, really. And uh, Shell said, LOL. 
hilarious for and said shell saying she learned top swallops from Catherine. that's true <laughs> and anna says the professor must be cringing and i completely that is agree what you should do is turn around and say that is so cringe <laughs> And you know, Julia probably secretly thinks it's hilarious because she knows that it's driving Gabriel nuts. <laughs> yeah, I the, think only, that's the great. only thing she, you know what else could be said, you know, is that is been uh, bougie is another big one. Oh yes, oh yes. My daughter is bougie. My daughters, my daughters say bougie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Imagine a professor's eyes twitching like what? <laughs> I can see I smoke coming out of his ears. Right. <laughs> and Flora saying, yes, her godmother's teaching her all the basics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can imagine a scene with, with uh, Catherine there when she goes Claire out. And I think Catherine <laughs> will find it hilarious. Mm-hmm. And um, I think <laughs> because I think she'll find it funny that it's getting under Gabriel's skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really, really funny, and I love, I love the fact he says, as the author, I find it all very amusing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or he does. God, it's funny. It is funny. It is. It is good. So, Betty, ruse to Betty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Let's. Let's. Okay. <laughs> Let's so start funny. with the trivia game. <laughs> Woo! Oh, Claire's going to have a Scottish burr, Shell said. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you know, I mean, you can't top that. The boss wins there. <laughs> like, I, I know, honestly. When I read that and I I had quite the day, I, I'm in some major, major project uh, deadlines and up against them and I checked to make sure we heard back from him today, and I just started laughing. <laughs> I was like, "That is so fun!" I would ne- I never expected. I never expected that from him. So mm. it was really, really a great gift. Do you think he did for that? <laughs> like, what are young kids saying nowadays? Like, I don't know, Google or something. Mm-hmm. Or did he yeah. go to like a park or just like sit there and listen to the young kids, the new generation? The like, new gen. Research. It's research. <laughs> go, oh go, go hang around at junior high school or middle school. It's research. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Anna, Anna noted um, using some of the, the parlance that uh, your uh, mini-me used. Anna notes, there's a beautiful poem circulating about Philip coming for Elizabeth, but there's a gross grammatical error that makes me cringe. <laughs> saw not seen. <laughs> oh, Anna, I didn't see the poem, but y- yes, I, I'm a, I, I'm a word person, and I can, I, I can feel, I can feel your pain. Absolutely. <laughs> and Brenda said, "Y'all will learn a lot. You're not lying, Brenda. <laughs> you are not wrong on that." <laughs> okay. Uh, is that question. Okay. All right. Are we ready? We're ready. So I don't know. The quiz is, how well do you know Claire? Yay. <laughs> so Yay. the first question is, I think it's rather simple because I actually accidentally 
might have given the answer here. Um, when was Claire born? Is it A, September 7, 2012? B, September 8, 2012? D, September 9, 2012? Or D, September 10, 2012? This is horrible because I can't remember. <laughs> Are you drawing a have, blank? I need to look at my spreadsheet. <laughs> Well, we know that she's exactly a week old, uh, born a week after um, Julia's birthday. Mm-hmm. And we know when Julia's birthday was because it was celebrated last week, belatedly. I know, belatedly, that's the thing. I, yeah, oh gosh. And we have several C's, we have a D. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. A, but I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm committing. You're committing. Where's Perling when I need her? Um, I think this is why Perling's like I'm gonna be late. <laughs> I know. Perling's skipping the hard questions here. Oh, I know her. <laughs> I think it's C. Okay. You think it's C? Mm-hmm. Alrighty then. So here we go, ladies. The answer is... Oh, it's not going to let me post the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Do it in sections. Oh, and Shell thinks it's B. So we literally have every letter represented. You've stumped us already, Betty. Okay. <laughs> or me. I should say you've stumped me already. Okay. And I knew this was coming and I didn't, I didn't refresh my memory. <laughs> But believe me, even I was like, what day? Okay, so the answer is C, majority C, rules. December 9, which is today, uh, 2012, in chapter 82 of Gabriel's Redemption, it says September 9, 2012, Cambridge, Massachusetts, and it's Gabriel asking Julia, do you want me to wake you, Rebecca? Gabriel turned to um, wait, where am I? Redying <laughs> 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 himself to sprint down the hall. No, call the hospital. What should I tell them? Tell them I think I'm in labor. <laughs> like, really, Gabriel? <laughs> what do you think? Oh, no. The labor scene. Yes. Oh my gosh, we're going to see it on screen. We are. Interesting. Yeah. That black lab lady says it's the same day as one of my best childhood friends, so it's easy to remember for her. And Ashley said, not a good date sometimes, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, just, I just got a message for Perlene. She doesn't think she can make it. She's still out running errands. Oh, okay. Well, if she gets back and wants to try us, let her. Just have her come on free. if she's, if, when she, and if and when she's ready. Perling is always welcome. welcome. And um, Ashley's saying she will have to leave early. She's going to a book club for Gabriel's Redemption. Wonderful. Nice. Ooh, nice. That'll be nice. And Flora said, yes, Leslie, I can't wait. <laughs> yes, I know that's going to be quite the scene. Yeah. Oh, Julio and Melanie are going to bring it in that scene. That'll be great because mm-hmm. I think Julio can play play a very flustered Gabriel really well. That's mm-hmm. going to be fantastic. Really, really That'll great. Be good. Yeah. 
Okay. So, Ready for the next second? question? Yes. All right. Here we go. Question number two. Aunt Rachel gave Claire a present, which she wore the day she and Julia were discharged from the hospital. What did Rachel give Claire? Is it A, a pink knitted cap? B, a pink barrette? C, pink mittens? Or D, pink leapers? Hmm. I think it's yes. Black lab lady put B. I'm thinking it's B also, but I'm not quite sure. It could be the knit knit cap. Uh, it seems like B Everybody's is a popular choice. I'm gonna say a pink sleep sleeper. Mm -hmm. With little flamingos mm -hmm. on it. Though. <laughs> oh, you know, knowing Rachel, she may have uh, put flamingos on it. Just you never know. Um, <laughs> as a as a little tell for what was to come. <laughs> <laughs> and Flora saying A. So we have some lots of B's, and we have an A, and we have a D. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, are we ready? The final answer. Okay, so the answer is B, a pink barrette. In chapter three of Gabriel's Promise, Julia removed the baby's knitted cap to expose the shock of dark hair. She pointed to the pink barrette she carefully fastened. Clary's wearing the gift you brought us yesterday. It matches her pink sleeper. Rachel oh, tricky, it. tricky, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> uh, Rachel gently touched the baby's head. Her expression uh, shifted minutely. Oh, I'm glad I she had enough hair to wear for about the barrette. And mm -hmm. I remember reading that because my daughter had enough hair when she was born to have a barrette in her hair. We did not put a barrette in her hair, but we could have. And it stood up just like Don King's hair. Oh, jeez. You guys know who Don King is? <laughs> I do. Yes. That is what Alessandra's hair was like. Okay. For months, it stood straight up. I had to it, give Patrick his first haircut when he was four months old. I believe it. Yeah, and he, was, I he, he had it. white blonde hair, and he was the only blonde baby in the hospital. Oh, well, at least you could find him easily. Yeah, that is very true. <laughs> His father, <laughs> I'll never forget, my aunt told me this story. When they brought him up from the OR, because um, I had a C-section to, to put him into the nursery. Jim was like, you know, all excited because of the baby, and he's looking at the baby, and how beautiful and wonderful, tears, whatever. He turns to my aunt in a whisper and says, why are his feet black? <laughs> because he had his feet stamped <laughs> right, right. and he didn't realize it <laughs> I, poor man he didn't know no he didn't and then he went off to work as a bartender and I don't think he worked I don't think he poured drinks for anybody except they all poured them for him So I'm sure they were set toasting oh gosh yes he was well toasted when he came to the hospital later that night <laughs> 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 and uh, I'm looking at comments. Shell said the cap was purple from the hospital, which I I did remember that too. Flora said that's right, Shell. Mm -hmm. 
that was what I was remembering. And Elena said, oh, Leslie, I won't be able to get a baby with Don King's head out of my head. <laughs> I've, listen, there, I've seen pictures of babies that have hair like that. Mm. And not Alessandra either. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what we, we were saying because it was, it was just up and out and free and mm-hmm. it was it was it was great actually she was <laughs> she was so super cute um and we'd put hair headbands on and, and she looked like you know how they would used to spike the hair mm-hmm. um it almost looked like that because it was just up and out oh, um yeah yeah sabrina's oh. was not that way but they both had lots of hair um which is not I hardly had any hair when I came out. I was very, very, but the hair I had was platinum. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and, yeah. And it always gets darker. Mine was like a very golden color when I was, my uh, pictures that my mom had of me when I was a real little girl, like three, four years old, five, mm-hmm. six. And mm-hmm. then, and then when I got to be uh, 18, it was like coffee, coffee brown. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I love yeah, it's interesting how that all works. And yes, and now my hair has gone light again, but in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> I, as we call it, natural highlights. Yes, yes. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. My friend keeps reminding me that the underneath and the back, and the underneath of my hair is still dark. Yes. So yes, yeah. it, it's interesting. So yeah. we have another question from SR. We do. We to do. share that. We uh, we wanted to know what do you think she wants for her birthday? She's ten. What could it be? So we said for her birthday, she has decided she would like a skateboard. Her parents have bought her helmet, elbow pads risk supports and knee pads <laughs> <laughs> you know I when am. when they're not around she's gonna remove everything <laughs> of course <laughs> been I there done no that doubt. <laughs> been there done that <laughs> that's also going to be such a great <laughs> can you imagine if uh sr would write us about this particular time of her life oh, oh my gosh Yes, and the and the poor trouble that poor <laughs> poor Gabriel and you are going through. <laughs> oh my <Lesson> gosh, <laughs> hanging out the skate parks. Oh my oh, gosh, God, yes, <laughs> skate or die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like, love it. I do remember those with my son. So, <laughs> so Betty, yes, <laughs> we are ready. Well, I'm not sure if I'm ready because you've already zonked me with the questions, but lay it on us, sister. Okay, let me see if I can post it. Oh, okay, it went through. All right, question number three. Just before midnight, after Julia and Claire's first day back home, Gabriel was checking the doors and windows to ensure they were all locked. Once he was satisfied with the security, Gabriel went upstairs to the baby's room. There, he admired the baby's swing he assembled along with the baby's clothes and Richard's gift. Claire's name was displayed in blank. Is it A, white large letters above her closet? B, pink balloons above her crib? B, a nightlight in the shape of a star above her crib? 
or D, the baby alphabet carpet next to the crib? Oh, I'm going to say A. <laughs> okay. Anna said helmet with a titanium cage shield. What about shoulder pads? <laughs> well, I think if she oh, started Anna, playing hockey, that might be the uh, way he would go. But We're getting A's and we're getting some C's. Um, oh, I'm torn between those two. I still say it's an A. I think I'm going to go with A, but I'm torn. Okay, final answer? Final answer. Final answer, Betty. All right. The answer is A, white large letters above her closet. In chapter of Gabriel's Promise, it says she stopped by the nursery and switched on the lights. Then <laughs> the baby, the new baby swing stood proudly in the center of the room, which was crowded with gifts and baby clothes. Richard had displayed Claire's name in large white letters above her closet. Oh, can't you see Papa Richard installing that and being so excited? Like, oh, mm-hmm. I love this. And yes, yes, Anna, girls hockey is popular. It is very I, popular. I, Although I was a field hockey person, not a nice hockey person. My daughters growing up had uh, one of their classmates actually started to go attend school virtually when she was in high school because she was on traveling teams and uh, she was quite good. And I have another friend whose daughter did a lot of traveling teams Um and really just was so much fun to watch. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, and if, you know, Claire grows up in Boston, I mean, that's a huge hockey town. I could Big imagine her. Town. I could see her getting in, uh, involved there. She should. She could. Um, and Floor, yes, Grandpa Richard is so sweet. Mm-hmm. I can just imagine. And I think he has more wherewithal with tools than Gabriel May. I think a little more patience, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, ready for the fourth question? Fourth question. Okay. True or false, Claire was baptized in the Episcopalian Church. False. Pam says false. What about you, Leslie? Ooh. Oh my gosh, Betty, you are hooking me up. <laughs> oh, okay. what are you? I, oh my gosh, nobody's answering. Everybody's stumped. I'm. Everyone's well, like, was assertively <laughs> saying false. I think it's. I'm going to say false also. False. Okay, and the ladies in the chat room. I see Anna. Anna said false. Oh, and everybody's loving your song choice, or mm-hmm. Ashley's loving the song choice. Well, it's Elton and Brittany. Mm-hmm. Anna sang false Catholic. Diana sang false, false. 
No. Betty, you're good, LOL. False, Floor <laughs> said. Elena saying false. It was Catholic. And Shell's also saying false. Tricky, though, mm-hmm. because they're, not all of their family is one denomination. Mm-hmm. You are good, Betty. You are good. Okay, so are we ready? Yep. Yes. All right, the answer is false. In chapter 14 of Gabriel's Promise, I quote, I spoke with Father 14 today. Rachel is correct. The official godparent has to be Catholic. We could baptize Claire in the Episcopal Church. Because mm. she was baptized at St. Francis Chapel in Boston. It's by the uh, Great Prudential Center. Right next to the Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and I ha- had I not been circling the block, I you probably would have remembered that. <laughs> I dropped I dropped Pam and Kenzie off to go see the chapel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was circling because we couldn't find a parking space. All part of the Gabriel tour. <laughs> All part of the Gabriel tour. And, you know, tying us back to what we discussed at the beginning. What a wonderful committee. A community we have mm-hmm. and how our lives have been enriched by reading that one book because that one book led us to other books and other people and the goodness of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley's heading out for book club now. Happy <laughs> Have a great Claire. time, Ashley. We'll talk to enjoy. you next week. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. So we are back to another question from SR. Mm-hmm. And we asked if there were any books on her birthday list this year. As you know, we have uh, very academic parents, and we know that they're avid readers. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted to see what little Miss Claire might be interested in. And he said she likes Harry Potter mm-hmm. and my Divergent series. Oh. Don't mm-hmm. know. Mm. So, um, she might be too young for it. No Twilight? Yeah, no Twilight. <laughs> no Twilight. No, no, no Fifty Shades? Well, no, there's no... <laughs> that, that she's definitely too young for. I'm joking. I'm joking. I would... Oh, but, but I know. tell you what, though. I was really surprised. I remember hearing that there were people reading that in high school, and I was like, really? But... Hey, you know, I was... I was looking at something the other day and they were talking about something with Fifty Shades and um, it was they were like but it's not Fifty Shades and I was like okay I think it had something to do with some I, oh, I know what it was I was watching that, that mini series on the Hammer family oh yes I was going to talk to you about that I haven't watched it yet I was I curious mm-hmm. um, Shell's recommending Percy Jackson Mm-hmm. And Flora said she loved the per- Percy Jackson series. And Anna's asking, is Baby Sitters Club still popular with tween girls? That's a great question. That Anna. is, I, you know, is I can tell, I can tell you from Isabella's point of view. And again, she is not, she's my granddaughter, so she's perfect. But <laughs> she, she's not, she doesn't have the same taste as a lot of, a lot of these girls do. Mm-hmm. Um, she's into these, I think it's something cat, wilderness cat or yes, something like that. And then, and, and she, 
she and this dragon series that uh, she's been reading since for like three years now. And as she gets, it's like with Harry Potter, as she, as she gets older, the stories get a little bit more mature to read. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is good. Um, last Christmas, I got her The Hobbit to read. And she was okay with that. Well, it's, oh, yeah. It, it wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't one of her top ten, but she was okay with that. Harry Potter, definitely. Um, she, I, I don't think she's read the Divergent series yet. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. ask her about that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Does anyone else know if Babysitter's Club is still um, popular? Oh, Shell said Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit as well. I, I, well, I think the main part of the Lord of the Rings might be... I think she's still, she's not ready for that quite yet. Right. The Hobbit, she is. That's why I got her The Hobbit. I think. And what about like The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Well, that's her Christmas present from Gammy this year. Mm. Ooh, that nice. Hoping she doesn't hear the podcast there, Pam. (laughs) She won't. Might let let the cat out of the bag there. (laughs) No, she won't. She'll, it'll be fine. Um, yes. But yeah, that was that. That's what her Christmas present is this year. Yes, Chronicles of Narnia sh- shelves. Yeah, it's going to get her all the Narnia books. I think she'll love them. <laughs> I think she will too, because she likes she likes the the fantasy stuff. But you know, and but Aslan. Mm-hmm. Aslan's a big cat. Anything with cats, she's fine with. Yeah, Anna and she, said, "I had all boys. Harry Potter was read." Mm-hmm. And more sport figure biographies. Yes. And <laughs> Elena says, sadly, my labs just were not into books. Biscuits, but no books. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that sounds like somebody who's trying to get off from where he's sitting right now so I can keep him quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but Patrick, Patrick liked, I remember he had a book about Shoeless Joe Jackson. And oh, yeah. I think it was written by Ray Kinsella. Mm. And the movie uh, Field of Dreams, it was based off of that, but it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It, but it was uh, it was good. I, I remember reading; it was really good. And then oh, he decided good. to take the book to school with him one day. He was he was like a freshman in college. I took took the book to school with him, and I never saw it again. But um, <laughs> Mike Lupica, Mike Lupica does a lot of good books for boys. Um, oh yeah, and he's Great also doing sports a writer. Of, yeah, he's also doing a lot of Robert B. Parker stuff too, which he's happy about. So oh cool, that, yeah. <laughs> Anna's saying it's good those labs didn't chew books. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now Kelly Girl was only into shoes. Hmm. I love it. So, Betty, are we okay. ready for the next round of questions? Oh, yeah. I <laughs> I hope no one remembered what, what Pam said earlier. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Betty. I didn't know. Oh, my God. It's okay. hilarious, the timing. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Question number five. Where was Claire baptized? Is it A, St. Francis Chapel? <laughs> Basilica of St. Francis of Assisi. Wouldn't that be great? Wow. D. St. <laughs> Clair of Assisi Church or D. St. Clair Roman Catholic Church. Mm. <laughs> Don't you wish it was at the Basilica? That would have been so cool. Yeah, mm. that would be. I think I know this one. 
even though I have to visit it. <laughs> we have to go to Boston again. I think so. I won't pass out this time, I promise. Okay. Uh, we have lots of we A's. Have a bunch of A's. And we have a C. Chapel. And a C. Okay, are we ready? Yep. I think so. All right, the answer is A, St. Francis Chapel in chapter 18 of Gabriel's Promise. It says, they stood at the front of St. Francis Chapel with Catherine Picton. Gabriel held Claire in his arms. This was the Emerson's Parish. They could have attended church closer to their home in Cambridge. There was something about the chapel and the oblates of the Virgin Mary who served it that made Gabriel and Julia feel at home. Aww. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to go to, and this I've learned it after the fact was, if you don't want to go to the chapel in the Prudential Center next to Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> there is a church. I think it's St. Clement's because I, I get their mass from there every day. Nice. Mm. I love it. Mm -hmm. so. uh -huh. All right, Betty. Okay, ready for the next Ooh. one. Yes, and Di uh, Diana noted, by the way, a great chapter. Chapter 18. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, question number six. True or false? Claire was two months old the first time she went trick-or-treating with her parents. Oh. Mm. False. I'm, gonna, I'm saying false. Okay, and ladies That and is tricky. It's right on the cusp. I don't know. They may have rounded it up when they were talking, though. This could go either way. It actually could, <laughs> yes. I see a lot of false in the chat room. Yes. <laughs> Elena says false, but could be a trick question. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Alex is right. <laughs> okay, are we ready? Ready. Yeah. All right. The answer is false. In chapter 30 of Gabriel's Promise, I quote, Ooh. she and Gabriel went were trick-or-treating with Claire while Rebecca remained at the house to hand out candy. Claire, who was not yet two months old, was dressed mm. as a pumpkin. She wore a footed slipper underneath an orange vest that featured a jack-o'-lantern's eyes, nose, and mouth. And she wore an orange cap that had a stern attached to it. Oh, it'd be so cute. Anna also said false, not quite two full months. She is correct. And this is the reason why this is such a tricky question. And, and I don't know about you guys, but for me, sometimes I'll remember certain phrases in a book or like the barrette. I remembered the word mm -hmm. barrette, reading barrette. Mm -hmm. um, and if you remember the two months old part, this could really trip you up. If we if we hadn't had to focus on the date of her birthday, I probably would have said mm -hmm. two months old and just not really thought through. That. Yeah, because it's so, a, it, it's basically on the cusp. Betty, I think I think Snarky's been uh, I think Snarky's been rubbing off on you. Yeah. 
<laughs> You're getting a little tricky with those questions. They're she so is. good. She They're is. so good. So our last question to SR was, what are Gabriel and Julia uh, doing for her to celebrate? And his response was, Claire asked for a trip to Paris, but she was told she would have to wait until summer. <laughs> Vacation for that. Instead, they're having a birthday party for her, for she and her friends. I love the fact that she has to wait till summer vacation for Paris. Considering um, her mother and Gabriel father were Julia, there last would you, week. Would you adopt me, please? Because I would like to take my summer vacation in Paris. Can you please adopt me? Right. <laughs> well, that, that, that's like yeah, when I was a little girl, I, I, I asking to go to Disneyland because Disney World hadn't been open yet. Right. And I remember, do you remember golden books from your kids or from when you Oh, were yes. Yes. I and had tons of, them, of golden books. I loved them. I did too. And one of them had in the back of the book Disney, a Disneyland trip that was $500. Uh, and I uh, think I was. I was a little bit younger than Claire when I asked to go. My parents looked at me and laughed. (laughs) (laughs) They did that quite often. (laughs) (laughs) See, but in their defense, it's September 9th, so she's in school. There's no way she can go to Paris. (laughs) That is true, but you know, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, and, and, and maybe someone did not think this through. (laughs) (laughs) Not mentioning any names, SR. Um, Her parents were in Paris last week. Now, granted, it was a romantic trip. Yes. That's right. But maybe spend time with, like, Uncle Scott or Aunt Rachel or (laughs) Richard, so she, she stayed behind. Hey, look. Yes, this is a romantic getaway to celebrate Julia's birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she was spending time with Uncle Paul. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Or maybe Uncle Paul and, and, and Aunt Betty or Aunt Elizabeth yeah. <laughs> have, have a blessedness in their own home. <laughs> that she was babysitting, that she was went to visit. Yes. yes. You never know. Anna saying field trip. Uh, and Cheryl said, hi, I forgot. I'm sorry. Hope you're all well, Cheryl. So glad you could join us. Mm-hmm. And I see hello. Kenzie's joined There's us Kenzie as well. Kenzie. Hello. Hello, Kenzie. Hi, Kenzie. And um, Shell's noting school starts Monday after Labor Day. Um, I know some places it starts then and other places it's been in session for weeks. That's true. And some of the southern school districts started several weeks ago already. So. Yes, I um, think in California they started since August. Yeah, that yeah. a lot in the South do that, and I know in Philadelphia school districts started the week before Labor Day, but it was like you yes. know, like maybe two days, like half days, two half days. Yes, <laughs> and floors noting in Miami we start in August. She said, so at least on the East Coast, Shell's noting. So. Very, very good. And Anna says, hell would freeze before daddy lets her go anywhere with Paul. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong there, Anna. (laughs) No, I don't think she is either. 
This is oh why we need the book like 10 years later. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because and... we know what happens, you know, in the Florentine series with the Emersons. Mm-hmm. But we need to go. <laughs> this know. is true. Every, um, well, I was at the um, the schools in London started this week too. That's because they are more on the the more traditional time. I'm thinking. Yeah, it varies. It, it varies. really varies all over the place. And I have a friend who's a teacher here in, in the Philadelphia area, and she's kicking herself that she didn't stay in New York to get their schedule because we're her her friends who went to Fordham and graduated from Fordham are teaching in in like Westchester and Long Island and Putnam counties and they all started last week but they also get a week off in um, September and like February oh nice yes and of course they go to school almost till the 4th of July but that's another story (laughs) <laughs> well, it definitely varies, and um, I love the fact that uh, they're having a birthday party for her at home, so that I'm sure would be quite fun, uh, too. That would be, be a fun fun to write. I can guarantee you, Pin the Tail on the Donkey will not be played. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Kiss the Harry Styles post- poster would be one. <laughs> See, that reminds me of that movie. Um, I think it was Red, Disney Plus, or Turning Red, which is a, a little girl that turns into like a big red pan- panda. Okay. Ooh. So it's like a tween kind of story about a young girl who's coming of age. So I can yes. totally picture little Claire like that. Like, I know everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be interesting. Uh, it would be. It most definitely would be. It'll be fun. So, can you so, imagine not laughing at Gabriel like, ha, remember when you gave dad those headaches? <laughs> <laughs> you, mean, you mean when they when she's have... older? <laughs> oh, a New England crab boil for tween girls. Oh, yeah. That would be interesting. That Take, would be. They could have taken her to the Cape for the weekend. Yeah, well, no. SR said they're at home. Party at home. Um, I think that, you know what, school in session, I think that's probably just what she wants. I think that would be outside of the trip to Paris that she requested. Yes. Um, so. You can tell that she got that from her daddy. Like, oh, no, it's not like Six Flags. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to go to Paris. They could like, go to Disney yeah. World in Paris. <laughs> I don't know if we could get... Uh, the professor to uh, Disney World. That could be a whole other. That might be another question for us. <laughs> and yes, Anna saying another lawn tent. <laughs> yes. That would be fun oh, too. They could they have would. an Alice, or not Alice in Wonder, Peter Pan birthday party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, they could. Because Peter Pan so was que- about that age. So question, um, Seven. what is our next, uh, what is our next Okay. Trivia question. Question seven. How old was Claire (laughs) when she went trick-or-treating for the first time with her parents? Is it A? Oh, Betty, you are vicious. (laughs) (laughs) One month, 
B, one month and eight days. C, one month and 16 days. Or D, <laughs> one month and 22 days. Oh my gosh. Um, first of all, Shell just said Gabriel with Mickey Mouse ears, which is sending me over the edge. That is hilarious. <laughs> and then <laughs> Kenzie says, A, Betty, you kill me. <laughs> Um, we have D. I'm going to say We have D. an A. Kenzie's changed her mind. Ha ha. Um, what are you putting it to, Kenzie? Kenzie just wants to see the professor in, in Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is D. I do think it's D. Yeah, I think it's D. Going with the majority, but that one I actually think. Okay. So the answer is D, one month and 22 days. In chapter 30 of Gabriel's Promise, it's Halloween, October 31st, 2012, Cambridge, Massachusetts. So if you look at the dates, it would be a month and 22 days. And, and Kenzie chose D, so she also had that correct. Oh, my gosh, Betty. Well, I had to use my fingers and my toes to count, and then I ran out of toes. <laughs> <laughs> I guessed. I just guessed. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Too funny. Okay. Are you ready for question number eight? Yeah. I don't know after that one. Go ahead. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> question number eight is Claire wore a special costume for Thanksgiving dinner. What was it? Is it A, Pilgrim? B, Native American, C, pumpkin pie, or D, turkey? Well, Aww. I can guarantee you it is not pumpkin pie. <laughs> 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 Although she may have been wearing it on her bit. <laughs> I think it was a turkey. I'm going to say turkey. But I could see her doing some of the other Walter ones, Bieber. too. <laughs> Turkey school where my kids went, um, they always had a Thanksgiving meal, and some of the kids uh, dressed up like pilgrims, and others dressed up like uh, First Nation uh, Native Americans. Um, so, and they were so darn cute, you know, they made their whole little headbands, or the, you know, it's... Mm -hmm. It was really, really adorable. Shell <laughs> says, SR <laughs> says, just say no to pumpkins. <laughs> You're not wrong, Shell. You're not wrong. He has very strong feelings on that. Although <laughs> I, told, I told my young uh, granddaughter that this was a pumpkin spice free zone, and she says, no, it's not gaming. <laughs> <laughs> so, and we have, we have our little back and forth <laughs> Kenzie says the pumpkin spice is out of control I agree with SR mm -hmm. you know I, I do like pumpkin spice but not to that extent like, I know it's just kind of run amok um, every once in a while because I do like the spices that they use to make pumpkin pie mm -hmm. um, but and I make a good pumpkin pie I even puree my own pumpkin when I do it oh I know mm -hmm. that is one thing I'm looking forward to during the fall but I you have know, to have when, when fall it. starts in a couple <laughs> weeks, <laughs> Anna's saying, um, I made pumpkin bread pudding with leftover cinnamon rolls. Yum. Oh, Anna, that sounds, that sounds delicious. Mm -hmm. Elena agrees. Oh, that sounds good, Anna. 
I also and, make a nice pumpkin. Uh, Kenzie's saying to each their own. So. <laughs> yeah. I also make a, de a good pumpkin bread. Oh, yes. Nice. My, uh, my Which... former aunt made these pumpkin cookies that I just adored, and I lost the recipe for them. So I have to, I'm going to, I may have to re-ask for it. Well, the sad they part is. They were my is, favorite. The sad part is it's pretty much the same recipe except uh, of uh, another bread I make, a zucchini bread. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. They taste the same. Mm -hmm. And it's basically because of spices. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Alex is saying, we don't have pumpkin spice nor pumpkin pies. Thank God. And uh, <laughs> Kenzie says, it is pre-autumn, Leslie. <laughs> I'm, I will admit it is pre-autumn. I mm -hmm. will give you that. But it is not technically autumn. And you know how I feel about summer. I want it to go for a longer time. So I need to change climates, I think. Um, I think so. I could live in Ireland forever. <laughs> it has just the right temperatures. Uh, Although they did have a lot of heat waves this summer. Well, I could live in Hawaii forever. How about that? Um. Well, I've even thought of like St. Thomas or something because, well, yes, it gets warm. You have the trade winds, which make it a little different. Right. Just mm -hmm. like Puerto Rico as well. Um, Puerto Rico has great weather year-round. I look at it every day. Oh, except the hurricane season. Well, That's you know. True. I know. But it's still pleasant in terms of the temperature, typically. Yes. Um, so, Betty? All right. So the I'm almost afraid to ask. <laughs> what is the answer? <laughs> uh, answer is... D, turkey, chapter 31 of Gabriel's Promise. I quote, that's a good-looking turkey. Scott Clark, Gabriel, and Rachel's brother gazed admiringly across the living room. Scott was six foot three and broad-shouldered with blonde hair and gray eyes and was married to Tammy. He had Aww. adopted Tammy's son, Quinn, when they married. The turkey in question was Claire, who being dressed in a costume by her aunt, Rachel. Of course she was dressed by Aunt Rachel. <laughs> I just love it. And I love the whole Scott marrying Tammy and adopting Quinn. That was so good, yeah. You know, that could be a whole book unto itself, really. Mm -hmm. My um, brother my brother in law's brother did that. Aw, I think it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um and uh and Shell, that Shell was saying. Baby Quinn in the movie was adorable. I know. Mm. Shell likes a good pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. And Elena and Floor and I um, am with you too. I love, I do love pumpkin pie. But I'm also, uh, agree with Kenzie, she likes chocolate pie or apple pie. And um, we used yeah, to call chocolate I'm pie in my particularly house, fond of apple pie. I am. Um, mm -hmm. I'm looking forward. I'm going to make some apple pies this fall. I've decided. I haven't done that in a while, and I want to. Oh, Anna's saying, my son and daughter-in-law are flying home from Cozumel as we speak. The pics were gorgeous. Oh, speaking of nice weather, mm. Cozumel is beautiful. Mine and I my was lucky enough, I was lucky enough to stop there on a cruise. That was mm -hmm. wonderful. We rented a Jeep and drove all over the island. It was fun. Nice. 
Yeah, my with my the cousin, girls. My cousin Bobby loves it there in Cosmo. He goes every chance he gets. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, Shell Sings Chocolate Silk Pie. Yum. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're making me hungry, friends. Well, it is Claire's birthday, so I'm sure there's a lot of desserts. I'm sure there's I know. Lots. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking cupcakes. I'm thinking she is a cupcake, uh, a cupcake tray, and she probably has an ice cream sundae bar. Sunday boys are fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> hint at iced vodka in the pie crust instead of water. My grandma's secret. Ooh. That is very cool. <laughs> I just make sure that my butter, I don't use like lard or, or Crisco in my pie crust. I use butter mm-hmm. and I make sure the butter is absolutely completely frozen when I put, get the pie crust together. And then when you put it, bring it out, <laughs> you can see all the little flakes. Oh my gosh, I'm cracking the, the up. Crust. Pam, I'm cracking up because I just read, I just read Kenzie's comment. Uh, Kenzie says, Anna, you are speaking Pam's language. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely hysterical. Um if uh, you don't know that uh, story, you'll have to go back and listen to the Syracuse podcast after our first set visit in November of 2019. You can go back and listen to the podcast uh, when we had our first set visit. We were there with In Betty, live from Kenzie, Syracuse, it's called. KK, and our friend Noreen. Um, Noreen was there. Did I get everybody? Yes. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> you are speaking Pam's language, Anna. Um, uh, Elena said, actually, I never found a pie I didn't like with the exception of pecan. Too sweet for me. <laughs> and uh, Shell sang chocolate fountain. Anna sang half lard and half butter in her pie crust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my mother-in-law Freeze used butter, bacon fat. Said. Uh, oh, love pecan pie, yum, black lab lady. Um, and <laughs> Kenzie said, Forget the pie, just hand the vodka bottle to Pam. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna says, Always a bottle of vodka in grandma's freezer with my son and mine. <laughs> I feel, I was gonna say, I feel like your grandmother and Pam are kindred spirits there, Anna. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> and as Kenzie notes, and you will hear this in the podcast, that's exactly where Pam found the vodka in our rental, the Forbidden Freezer. There's even a picture out there. <laughs> there is a there is a fantastic picture out there as of Pam triumphantly holding the bottle of absolute vodka <laughs> over her head like the Olympic torch. <laughs> We laughed so hard that night. That was the first night we all assembled before we were going to visit set. Mm-hmm. And there was so much anticipation and we were so happy to be together. Um, and it was just, it was honestly just a beautiful, one of the best times um, of my life, really. It was so, so much fun, fun bringing so everybody laughs. together. We never all had a chance to meet before that. Mm-hmm. So it was really, really a special time. Yeah. Um <laughs> And uh, yes, isn't there a part where there's a discussion about frozen butter? 
Yes, I, you, you, you use, I, I use salted butter. I just keep the salt out of the um, recipe that they call for it. Some people use yeah. unsalted butter. Yes. Although, I, uh, although, and, and, yes, I will be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I have started making my own butter. Oh, really? I have, and it is so much cheaper and so Ooh. easy. Ooh. Get heavy-duty heavy whipping cream, mm-hmm. and you're going to make it like you're going to do whipped cream, and you just keep mm-hmm. going until it separates, and you mm-hmm. drain the buttermilk off, and I also put a, like a, a teaspoon of sugar in, or no, okay. salt. Yes. Because I like salted butter as opposed to non-salted. And um, take the, the buttermilk off and you can use that for anything like Irish soda bread, pancakes, whatever. Oh. Rinse, you could put the, the butter together. You rinse it off because there's still a lot of buttermilk around it. Yeah. And then you mold it into whatever in parchment and put it in the refrigerator. Very mm. easy. Oh, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. I might have to try that. Sam, you sound like Rebecca. <laughs> I know. I know, exactly, right? Yeah. And I'm laughing. Um, and, and actually, Elena's right. Jell was remembering reading the the frozen about frozen butter. And frozen butter was used in Grace's Chicken Kiev. Yes. And as Jell noted, squirt chicken. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, so. and that's the first time I ever used frozen butter in something because I had I was uh, dating this guy Jerry Spetty when I was in my early twenties, and he was a. I feel there's another chapter. There, there is. There is. Here. He was a detective <laughs> for Westchester County Police, uh, the district attorney in Westchester County, and, <laughs> and not Janine Piro, the one before Janine Piro, and. Um, He's, he, he, he used to make me chicken Kiev when I go to his house. Oh, so like I love a man that cooks. I do too. I don't <laughs> know too many. <laughs> Seriously. I was so excited when I started dating my husband in college. And he's like, come over, I'll make you tacos. And I was like, oh my gosh, a man that cooks. I'm so excited. You want to know <laughs> the extent of his, his repertoire has been tacos, <laughs> spaghetti, Ooh. And eggs. <laughs> eggs. Hey, no, that's not bad. <laughs> but you know what? The fact he tries is great. And he'll be eating hamburgers and, and, you know, grilling of the meat. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. But, yeah. But I was so excited. And he did. He did such a good job with the tacos. I was like, yep. This is the guy for me. That's there you the go. Oh, Anna said she made butter when I effed up the whipped cream. Well, that's basically <laughs> what happens, you know. Because you you're using it. whipping cream to make it. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, Anna noted her late husband was a pancake chef. Ooh, that's yummy. Mm-hmm. This Mr. Langworthy was full of toads in the hole. And he liked, he used to make a macaroni and hamburger thing, like a, it, without using the hamburger helper. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And he did, he always liked to make chicken thighs with rice, and I think he had peas in it, and he'd, he'd cook it all up together. 
Well, that sounds good too. And it, it would feed he, as he said, when I was when I was living alone, it would feed me for a week. <laughs> um, he was he was he was fairly good because yeah. he'd been he'd lived alone for a while. So. Uh, see, that makes a difference. That makes a difference. Abe and I started dating very early in our lives. So uh, he did live alone when he was in college. But um, actually, he had a roommate who cooked, too. So that kind of, I think, uh, he could do a couple things. And he did a couple things well. But he uh, he didn't have, he wasn't forced to fend for himself. Uh, Black Lab Lady says, my first date with my husband, he invited me to his house for dinner. We had shake and bake chicken, baked potatoes, and canned cream corn, which I hate. But the <laughs> fact that he cooked it all worked for me. Oh, yeah, Aww. I know. It's putting the effort forth. That's exactly the effort. right. I was not. I am not a cream can corn either. Oh no! I I I'll eat it out of the can. I'll eat it homemade from my grandmother. Uh, you name you name it. I love the cream corn. No, I rarely have it. I rarely have it except on holidays, and now I, I really don't because nobody makes it. My grandmother who made it passed. See now, um, I should I should have been I should have been smart and been like my mother's mother as a cook. <laughs> Seriously. My mother's mother made the most absolutely fabulous reservations you could ever want. <laughs> my grandma, my mother's mother could not cook if her life depended upon it. Well, hey, you know your strengths and you play to them. Michelle says cream Hi. corn puke. Sorry. That cream, no, corn remind, cream corn reminds me of a haunted house I went to as a kid and you had to stick your hand in something. Oh, no, 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 mm, <laughs> no, buttery, yummy goodness. You guys just didn't have good cream corn. I'm just putting it out there. No. <laughs> My grandmother's was extraordinarily good. No. Um, Anna's saying, look up G&G Restaurant on Facebook and see their Saturday and Sunday pancake or waffle creations. Our ladies' day breakfast. Oh, I will do nice. that. Nice. And guys, Kenzie notes it really is the thought that counts um, when that people put forth true. effort, which is true. So, I okay. think we have a couple more questions. Yes. Yes. Because I know we're at eight twenty-six, and I'm mindful. Mm -hmm. I know it is Friday. We have a little bit more leeway, but I also want to respect our friends' time. Okay. All right. So, are we ready for question nine? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gabriel knew the stuffed rabbit toy Claire plays with came from Paul. Mm. False. She didn't know it was from Paul. <laughs> She's too little to know who it was from. <laughs> no, Gabriel. Did. Gabriel. Gabriel. Gabriel did. Yes. That's true. I think that's. I think that's true. I don't, mm, I don't know if he, did he know that he liked Paul's rabbit better though? I don't know. Anna says true and he hates it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shell said eventually yes. And uh, Shell said he loathes, he loathes it. Even went out and bought her the Probably better what, did get that, a gun what did that sweet rabbit. innocent rabbit ever do to Gabriel? <laughs> it Come wasn't on, ra now. the rabbit. It was it was the the person who gave the gift. I know, but uh, Gabriel shouldn't hold that against the sweet rabbit. 
It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not the rabbit's fault that it was pa- Paul was the purchaser. Just saying. <laughs> True. I'm sorry. Ed- Pat- Patrick had a bear. My my father's. Uh, my my mom and dad were separated. My dad had a girlfriend that he lived with for twenty some odd years, and she had a, a friend who was a nun, who made Patrick a teddy bear that had articulating arms, legs, and head. My my Aunt Kay that I loved desperately, and I think we were cosmic partners in some sort of past life, um, she got Patrick the most beautiful little rab- bear. Oh, she loved, he loved, and he loved that bear. But Bear Bear, the articulating bear, was his favorite. <laughs> And when the head when he when the head came off one day because he played with it so much, I had to sew the head back on. It didn't articulate anymore though. Uh-huh. And the cute. other bear, Patrick had, had you know, babies they kind of puke in the middle of the night sometimes and you get up and you change them, whatever. And Patrick happened to get the bear. So I had all his bed clothing, bed sheets, and you know, his pajamas and stuff like that. I had them in a bag and I had them by the front door because I was going to take them to the laundry room later on. You know, because it's the middle of the night. I'm not going down there at that point. And um, my ever loving husband thought it was a trash bag and took it out and put it in the trash. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. That so, is hard. So, so that bear became Fozzie Bear, who went to Hollywood to be in the Muppets show. Of course. The Babies, <laughs> which we watched on Saturdays. Oh. So. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, there's a lot of chat room around the bear, or, or the bear, around the, the rabbit. rabbit. Around the rabbit. Um, Shell noted he loathes that rabbit because it came from Paul. Anna notes he tried to replace it, and and Black Lab Lady said, "Remember, Daddy also bought her a better bunny, but she always preferred Paul's." And Anna's saying it's worse because Paul had given Julianne a rabbit and called her rabbit. Passive aggressives, Paul sending a rabbit to Claire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shell said it was creepy. Anna, waka waka. <laughs> Anna said, very creepy infiltration into the Emerson home. (laughs) (laughs) So, Anna, how do you really feel about Paul? Yeah, tell me. No, no, it is, it's kind of, the whole thing is kind of a little bit interesting Mm -hmm. um, around that. So, I know we have, I think we have a couple more questions. Yes? Yes. Okay. okay. So I apologize. I worded the question wrongly. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just realized, like, ooh, that's not what I meant. Okay. So the answer will be false because, bear with me, people. Chapter 31 of Gaber's Promise, I quote, after he burped and changed her, he picked up the stuffed rabbit toy and brought it closer to her nose and then withdrew it. Claire grinned and waved her arms and legs. He repeated the movement. Do you like the bunny, Claire? Do you like the bunny? 
<laughs> I repeat it often, especially when it comes to political posts sometimes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> And uh, Shell made the comment, the bunny would have been fine if he didn't associate them with Julia first. That was her opinion. Well, I disagree with that. Yeah. And that's okay. We no, can I agree mean, to disagree. I mean, the fact that he associated with Julia first, not really. The first time he associated bunnies with anything was with Allison because she's the one who recommended the book in the first place. Ooh. So See? first. First came Allison, then came Julia. <laughs> so Julia got Rabbit as a nickname, unlike Allison. Unlike Allison. Yes. Our our Paul historian has spoken. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, Anna noted that they had a three-foot stuffed giraffe once. Oh, I love it. Nice. I love it. Yeah, we had a we had a rabbit like that. And uh, that came at Easter time one year, and we also had an elephant. It kept losing its little white styrofoam beads. Oh, somewhere along the line, it got a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's sad when that happens. Yeah, and eventually it usually does happen. Yeah. All right, Miss Betty. All right. What do you have in store for us now? Then. <laughs> While Gabriel, Julia, and Claire were in South Beach, Florida, they stopped by the beach during their stay. Uh, Gabriel entertained Claire with a book. What was the name of the book? Is it A, The Runaway Bunny? B, The Velveteen Rabbit? D, The Tale of Peter Rabbit? Or D, Winnie the Pooh? I think it's A. Kenzie said it was A. I, 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 I kind of, the only reason I'm saying A is because I think I remember it being the runaway bunny. It could be Tail of Peter Rabbit. But. What, oh, what, and I'm laughing. No, Elena's foo -foo cracking up. She's saying this is, so this is really all Allison's fault. Gabriel's hatred of rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna says, all ladies he is interested in creepier now that he gives one to his daughter of the lady he pines for. <laughs> and uh, like I said, Kenzie thought it was A. Oh, that's a good, you have gotten some good mm -hmm. questions. I have to tell you. Mm -hmm. Betty? No, Never. Foo -foo, but there's no foo-foo bunny there. <laughs> Not this time. Okay. Not this time. See, now, I've always loved Beatrix Potter. Yeah. Jemima mm -hmm. Muddle, Puddle, Muddle, Puddle Duck and, you know, Peter Rabbit and the whole crew. I've always loved yeah. those stories. And I, in fact, that when, when Isabella was born, I gave her a set of Peter Rabbit. Aww. And uh, so I'm surprised that that is not there. Mm -hmm. However, uh, I'll I'll go with Kenzie with Runaway Rabbit. Yes, I read I that was a book that I read to my kids, and it was a, I, I googled it. I was trying to remember who wrote it. It's a picture book written by Margaret Wise Brown and illustrated by Clement Hurd. Mm -hmm. It's about a small little rabbit who wants to run away. 
And the, the mother says, if you run away, I will run after you. Yeah. Very, very sweet. And that's the same um, person who did Good Night Moon. Okay. Yeah. Little background. Little somebody, background. Somebody just did a new audible of, of Good Night Moon. Aw. Mm-hmm. That's right, Shell. Shell knew. Good Night Moon. <laughs> and I think so we it, have was, a I think it might have been Meghan Markle. Oh, I, I, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, Shell says he doesn't hate rabbits, just that one particular toy. <laughs> and Black Lab Lady says, hey, not sure, but it makes sense that Gabriel would want the bunny to run away. <laughs> or maybe because they were in South Beach and they were away from the house. They'd run know. away, yes. They'd run away from They the actually beach. had run away um, to get away from the, the scary uh, break-in that they had. Um, Anna notes that Eric Carle is her favorite. Oh, another great children's author. Mm-hmm. And uh, Diana thought it was B as in baby, not A as in apple. So, and I'm not, I'm not sure on this. Yeah, Shell, very hungry very caterpillar. Hungry caterpillar. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Shell, Shell service steam was a big one in our house too. Yeah. You have a couple tray. more, couple more A's there. Lots of goodness, guys. Lots of goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Let mm-hmm. us know. The, answer the is... final the final answer. Alright, the final answer is A, the runaway bunny. Chapter fifty seven oh. of Gabriel's Promise. Gabriel reached into the children's cabana and retrieved Claire along with a book, The Runaway Bunny. Claire reached for the book eagerly and began chattering. Oh, so sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shell said Gabriel running on the beach reminds her of Baywatch. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> yes. Is he the David Hasselhoff runner? What about, what about David Hasselhoff? The Hoff. The Hoff. Oh, and Anna said she met Eric Carl years ago at the Children's Museum. That's really That's cool. cool. Mm. And Shel, uh, Floor loves Shel Silverstein, Where the Sidewalks and That was good, too. Yeah. <laughs> I love all these books, all this good literature. And I remember when Patrick was about, I guess he was about seven or eight years old, we were in a bookstore. And they had uh, the whole big on all the stuff in of, of Shel Silverstein. And Patrick mm-hmm. picked up that. He loved it. He read that all Aww. the time. So. Yeah, it's true. And a young I'm David sp- Hasselhoff? <laughs> Shell said a young David Hasselhoff was fine. Mm-hmm. And Kenzie had... was crawling uh, along the floor for a hamburger. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, Kenzie uh, added uh, some commentary about the 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 Paul Gabriel mm-hmm. bunny thing. She says, "I can understand why Gabriel doesn't like the bunny. Paul did threaten Gabriel when he and Julia were married. I probably wouldn't like someone I felt that way towards talking to my significant other. 
I'm still surprised Paul did that in Redemption, but he was hurt and angry. Emotions overtook him. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. And I think that's what made the resolution and the coming full circle in the friendship in promise, Gabriel's yeah. promise mm-hmm. so important, which is why I think that is enough of a compelling dramatic arc. Um, and, and, I, and I also think to that carry, there, uh, I also to think carry there was film. Another, another professor at St. Mike's by the name of Elizabeth who may have Hey, piqued his has, interest. Elizabeth has her own ringtone, so that's, that's all right. I'm saying. I'm still wondering how that happened. <laughs> so, like, how? How did that Oh, I think I think Paul should go with Elizabeth. I think, I think so that too. would be the best. Mm-hmm. I, be I the think best Allison option. would just be a, a rebound of what what happened, what was passed. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Allison broke his heart. It wasn't he didn't walk away from her. No, she walked but, away yeah. from him. So, you know, I don't know. Now, Anna 100% agrees with uh, Kenzie's assessment. She said, Paul is still waiting to swoop and rescue. Mm-hmm. Don't let your guard down, Gabriel. <laughs> that is very true. I don't know. I think at this point, I think he's stepped away. I think he stepped back. Well, I think from promise, yes, he did step back. Yeah. But I think yeah, while, I mean, while during I guess, redemption. I guess, but I can see on this point, like if... If Gabriel did something that would really break trust or if there was a real issue, who's to say Paul wouldn't try and come back, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't think Paul's going to actively try to interfere. We with do their... have to remember that Julia did come to Paul and started telling him all of this stuff, how she's having problems with Gabriel and the baby, how he wants to right. have a family and she was on, under pressure. So... From his point of view, he only knows what she's telling him. He doesn't right. know the story. So, of course, Paul will defend Julia and tell Gabriel, like, what are you doing? Look how stressful your wife is. This is not right, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I understand why he was he was maybe overreacting, but that was all he was given. He only has a small amount of information and, you know, like he knows what the professor was like before. He doesn't right. know what the professor is like now. So, And you are right that he only mm-hmm. had a certain viewpoint. He have, he only had certain vantage points right. of what the professor was like with Julia. Mm-hmm. And I think that does definitely color his view. Um, <laughs> Kenzie says that whole lecture in Oxford was a real shit show. Pardon my language. No, no pardon needed. It was a shit <laughs> and, show. And Shell said, Betty deserves Paul. She stands by her man. <laughs> and well, Anna says, Julianne is still naive. Gabriel, watch your back. This is a lot of Julianne's fault. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I think Anna's right to a point. I don't think she realizes what she's doing. Because she's that naive, but I think, mm-hmm. but I, yeah, I, I do. Think I, I do. I think I, yeah, I do give mm-hmm. credence to that too. Um, she doesn't realize in her filter they're friends, and he's a trusted person, and she's not seeing 
how well, especially earlier on in the relationship, how love struck he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Kenzie said, uh, Betty, it was very true. And Julia did string Paul along in Inferno to make Gabriel jealous, which wasn't fair to him. True. And a black lab lady says, time for both Paul and Allison to move on with new relationships. Paul on Elizabeth, and perhaps Allison might find, find someone at her Dunky Donuts. <laughs> hey, Dunky Donuts is the new Tinder. Swipe left or swipe right. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we asked what's missing in Promise, which I found that very interesting. <laughs> I did too. In Redemption, and I was like, oh my God, when will she go away? But she was there. Um, and now in Promise, she was nowhere to be seen. So who knows what's going on in that relationship? I know. I know. Uh, Anna said, Julianne needs a girlfriend. Paul isn't that unless, he's been, unless he had been gay. So I think... Uh, I, I think you are correct. I think Julianne does need some girlfriend, more girlfriends than she had. Um, I think Paul was a friend, but I, I do agree with you that she was naive in her friendship with him. Kenzie says, I think Julia did not did know some of Paul's feelings for her. Maybe not to that extent, but she didn't know. I agree. I mean, she definitely knew <laughs> she, he liked her, but I don't think he I don't think she fully understood no, I How think she was too naive. Feelings, yeah. I, I, you know, yeah. be, be, I think because of what Simon did, you know, how he treated her when she was in college, and the fact that she had this humongous crush on Gabriel from when she was seventeen, mm-hmm. I think that it clouded a lot of her thinking about what was going on with Paul, Paul because she didn't, she wasn't aware enough, right. She didn't mm-hmm. have the experiences. Yeah. And Shell says she ignored it, hoping it would go away. And Anna says, I agree. How could she not read his feelings? She was in her own bubble a bit. Mm-hmm. And um, she was hoping it would go away if she didn't acknowledge it. Yeah. I, I understand that. I was kind of in that situation at one point. It's kind, it's kind of like, you know, if I can't see you, you can't see me. Yeah, and Floor, really good point, Floor. She said Julia does need girlfriends, but Natalie was a horrible experience for her. So only Rachel it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not wrong on that. She really put her trust in her roommate in college, and that was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah. Complex situations, complex characters. Mm-hmm. And now we know Cecilia was another bad experience. I know. So, we only have Rachel and Catherine picked, and that's it. Right. Alex. Right. Because that Krista, I mean, mm-hmm. Krista definitely was. Oh, Krista. And was. I think Tammy, I think, you know, she has a friendship with Tammy. It just hasn't really been discussed in the books, but. They definitely get along as uh, sister-in-laws now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even with Deb. Yes. Yeah, yes. You know, she's got a connection with Deb, uh, you know, and it's not necessarily a stepmother because she's 
I think she's too old to recognize as a quote-unquote stepmother, if you know what I mean. Wait, <laughs> that, that, that was, um... That oh, was not that Blundy. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the one from the... the from uh, the, the... Yeah. That one. I'm getting my Deb characters from mixed up. Yes. The, 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 one, the, the one that Tom and Anne had the baby with. Yeah, Diane. Yeah. Deb, Diane. Deb, Diane. They both start with a day. Yeah. And Anna, you're right. Natalie was a friend from high school that became her college roommate. So, um, and she said, by, but by ignorance, she did leave Paul, lead Paul on. Mm-hmm. And Shell said, Natalie, CFP, Cecilia, all out for themselves when the chips are down. Very true. Very true. Especially mm-hmm. CFP. Yeah. Well, you know. And Kenzie says, Julia still has trust issues and I think has a difficult time opening up to people because of past betrayals, which she understands. Absolutely. All sketchy, Flora says. <laughs> <laughs> All sketchy, Shell. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think Kenzie's right because if you've been burned enough, you tend to shy away from opening up to other people. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and you look at her mother was somebody mm-hmm. else who had betrayed her. Mm-hmm. Um, Shell says, just like Guido, mm-hmm. Floor, just like Guido. <laughs> Sketch. So her only female friend is Rachel, Anna noted. So mm-hmm. it might be interesting to see if in, you know, in future books, if, if she does expand that net and develop some friendships, you know, professionally. Well, like he- there is Personally, Leslie. <laughs> I'm sure. Yes, neighbor, her neighbor. Yes. yes. Her trusted neighbor. Yes. With the apple pies. With the apple pies. <laughs> who, who's been watching their house while they were in South Beach. That's right. Yeah, that would be nice, actually. And there was that time where um, Julia and uh, Raven interacted. So, and I, th- I, to this day, and I said this when I was doing the Florentine podcast, I really think. Raven and Julia would be very good friends. I think mm-hmm. they, because... If the situation allows, yes. That's true. And, I mean, they both have a, um, a you know, a Renaissance interest, granite, Dante, and art. But they mm-hmm. could, you know, there's still an intertwine that you can make there. And I think they would really, I think they would really hit it off good. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, I think Gabriel and, and William, despite the fact that you, they wouldn't trust each other right now, I think they mm-hmm. could come come across as, you know. See, I think Gabriel and Nicholas could be friends. That definitely. William, I don't know. <laughs> he would be like, what are you doing in my house? Get away from here. You know, it's like, well, I think, I, yeah, but they, too yeah, much testosterone. I, but I think, I think his Connections with William were in a different light, mm-hmm. but I think after the Roman, if if William and Gabriel got together, I think they'd be fine. See, I picture William and Paul being friends because they both just like Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can see them hanging out and throwing like darts and stuff at a picture of Gabriel and stuff, and that would be like their special club. Um, and I can see Gabriel and Nicholas hanging out. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I think, as I think more about it, the idea of, I feel like there could be a friendship that would emerge with Gabriel and William, Mm -hmm. but I think it would take a lot of time brokered by their wives. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because I think once Gabriel realizes William's background, I think he would, I think it would raise, I I just feel like it would be kind of an interest. There'd be, he'd have so much interest in his life and and his experiences. I could also see the disagreements between William and Gabriel about Dante, because let's face it, William didn't like Dante. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, yeah. and, and Elena says, OMG, the ideas are running wild. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, because there's a lot in the chat. I do want to I want to do a little bit of catch up with some of those. Mm-hmm. Um, Shell said um, she did start to make friends when she moved to Boston. Anna noted it doesn't seem she has friendly acquaintances or colleagues. Um, and Elena said, obviously, we need that 10 year out book from SR so we know who ended up with who <laughs> and what new friendships happened and how many more children. Hmm. Maybe a couple more books. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Wishful thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Anna suggests she needs to go to a mom and baby group. I actually think that would be an excellent idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that happening. And uh, Kenzie said, I think Julie is a very private person, so I don't know if she will develop more friendships. Perhaps... Gabriel is her best friend, though, and um, she actually does not think William and Gabriel would ever be friends. Um, William hated Dante, didn't he, Shell asked? Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes, uh, and uh, yes, he he did. And Anna said maybe Emerson's could forge a friendship with either Christian or Anastasia Gray, spice it up a bit. <laughs> um, and Flora noted William definitely did slight Dante. Um Mm-hmm. Anna also said, or Jesse and Ava Ward. <laughs> and how about Gideon and Eva Cross? Eve Cross. No. <laughs> See, but I think. Um, I actually think they could with Gideon. William had a different view of Dante before he fell in love. And once he learned, you know, his humanity came out through, you know, saving Raven and what he experienced with her. I think he's, he changed his point of view and how he saw Dante. He understood him a bit more. He more could so, relate. I, th- I think Raven saved William more so than anything. Mm-hmm. Because without, without Raven meeting William and showing her humanity and her acceptance and her love for who he was, I don't, mm-hmm. I, he, he, he would have been, she would have been gone. True. So that's just mine. Very true, Betty. Mm-hmm. Very true. And Kenzie noted that in the chat too. So, well, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, do you have a final question? I know you still want to do it. Yeah. Do go we for it. have the uh, bonus question, which I knew you the had? Bonus question. Yes. Oh. Okay. Forgive me for this. Okay. What was Claire's <laughs> first word to Gabriel? <laughs> Is it a, Oh my gosh. Is it a rabbit <laughs> fucker? <laughs> B Mama 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 Ma D Baba Ba or D Da 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 Um Shell selected A L O L. Um mm-hmm. 
Kenzie said D. Imagine if it was A. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> Flora said D. Elena said, I'm not sure how much more spice Julia would want from Gabriel. <laughs> we have a couple more Ds and we have a C in there. Um, I am going. Shell says, I don't remember. Betty gets the good questions. I'm telling you. Uh, I believe it is. I actually am fairly certain it is D. Since day as well, yeah, that one I believe I remember. After all, every child's first words are ninety percent of the time are da 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 da. Well, we're not sure about that yet, Pam. We have the answer has not been revealed. That's why I'm selecting (laughs) D. You're going for D. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anna said said, angel effort daddy would secretly be thumbs up (laughs) Anna that is hilarious he would be proud though Mm -hmm. he would be proud Um, he would be very happy with that don't say that you good girl you go (laughs) and the answer is Da 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 da. Chapter <laughs> 64 of Gabriel's Promise. Claire turned around in her seat and pointed to a chubby finger at Gabriel. Da 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 da. Gabriel practically tripped over himself. He stopped so fast. He came around to the front of the stroller and crouched in front of Claire. Dada. He pointed to himself. Dada. Dada. Claire repeated. She moved her head back and forth. Da 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 da. I know it's so sweet <laughs> and I remember it because we just did this we chapter did that. mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I knew this one uh, Kenzie's saying I'm sure that being his daughter for daughter's first word was Gabriel's most prideful moment and he has had many of those mm-hmm. I agree with you Kenzie I think that was just really trans- transcendent for him and that poor uh, little girl is so spoiled, even when he doesn't want her to be spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> That's his Principesa principles. Mm-hmm. Can't she wait for that. Because <laughs> she's being spoiled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dad, I know, can I Michelle. have the car? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anna says, we need to see this on screen, this scene. <laughs> Gabriel's life would be made if Angel Effer were his daughter's first words. <laughs> I think you're right about that. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it would crack him up. <laughs> Anna, Anna says, indulged, not spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> it's a saying, Imagine it that in the movie. Aw. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, as always, Betty, you brought the party. You did. You brought you brought the good discussion and you brought those darn tricky questions. Well, and you know. it was so much fun. It was so much fun having you with us tonight. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me. And Perlene sends a message to wish Claire a happy birthday. Oh we miss her. We miss Pearling, but we'll have her back again. Oh, I'm going to make her take the test. <laughs> I'm going to make her take 
make her take the test and she's not going to have anyone around to give her any clues and suggestions. So she's going to love me so much. <laughs> we need a report on how, uh, on how she did. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know on the podcast uh, next week. <laughs> Yes, everybody's giving you high praise. Kudos, Betty. Flora said, nice to hear you, Betty. Lots of fun and great questions again. And I'll be truth. back in December. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Even if you don't invite me, Paul's birthday, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe, I believe, uh, don't we have one coming in November? We do. Uh, William. I think it's William. Prince William, yes. yes. And not, mm-hmm. not to be confused with the new Prince of Wales, but... No. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Although, can you imagine like <laughs> William and royalty? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I can. Like mind control later, like forget who it was, but he still mm-hmm. hangs out and does stuff with the royal family or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Mm-hmm. Shell's questioning what shall she do with her early Saturday morning? Sleep in. <laughs> Sleep That's in. That's what I'm going to try to do anyway. You can uh, pull up an old podcast and listen. Yes. Always fun. Mm-hmm. Always fun. So, ladies, um, as we mentioned, next week we're going to talk about uh, the Commonwealth and the Queen and uh, Canada. So, a little nod to uh, the passing of the historic Mm -hmm. figure, Queen Elizabeth II, and uh, kind of how that impacts our Canadian neighbors and Mm -hmm. our beloved author, S.R., that's exactly right. So, should be very, very interesting uh, few weeks. I, I know that the uh, morning I think is twelve days. So I'm not exactly when the funeral is going to be. It's going to be next week sometime. I think there was ten days of. I uh, heard twelve. Yes. I, I I thought I saw it's ten days of. Yes, I read it was ten. Something. Okay. It's 10 days of something. I forget how they characterize well, it. I, all I know is that he's got to go to Scott, back to Scotland, uh, Belfast, and, and Wales, and then London, and speak. Because that's the, that's the Great Britain part. And then um, there's, I heard that there's, I think there's a private service that comes mm-hmm. coming up, and then there'll be, he'll show lie in state at uh, Westminster. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have the big funeral, and then she'll be taken back to um, Windsor and mm-hmm. to the chapel there. I think it's St. George's Chapel. Mm-hmm. Well, she'll uh, apparently she's going to be buried next to her father, mm-hmm. which surprises think... me because where's Philip? Did he is he there? I think he's there. Okay. I don't think. I don't know. Well, we'll have to research that. <laughs> yes. And um, I'm laughing because Anna had said um, when we were talking about the birthdays coming up, my two least favorite male characters, she said, and uh, Paul and Willie. <laughs> and she oh, said, I love that Willie. doesn't ever happen. Her sleeping in never happens for her. And Black Lab Lady said, such fun tonight. Betty rocks. Have a wonderful week, ladies. I hope to be back in touch sooner than later. Appreciate all of you. 
And Shell's wishing blessings to all. Diana's sending hearts. Ten days of mourning. Thank you. I mm-hmm. couldn't remember how they're characterizing it, Shell. Great time, as always, ladies. Great weekend to all and stay safe. See you all next week, Four says. And Alex wishes everyone to take care, everybody. And I am going to take us out with tonight a little yes. bit of David Goyetta and Baby Rexa. With That's I'm right. good. I love it. Let's let's cruise, Pam. All right. <laughs> See y'all later. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Good Thanks night. for joining us. Thanks so much, Betty. You made Thank it so special. You. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs>